Even in the strangest tales, some names are still redacted. These are their stories. Random Encounters, a show where we play pen and paper RPGs in which we've randomly determined as many things as possible, including characters, villains, names, places, and other stuff from outer space. <laughs> it all comes together to be a very random encounter. I'm Wheels. I'm Logan. I'm Lee. Beady, beady, beady. I'm Greg. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to chapter two of the horror. Uh, we're playing a role-playing game called Agents of the Odd, or ODD, I suppose. Jason Toski uh, wrote Agents of the ODD. X-Filesy, so you already got me there. But also, the majority of the book is rolling a D100 to figure out which character character archetype you are, and... Bada bing, bada boom, that's a that's a fit for VRE. So that's what we're going to do. And uh, just like last time, how we experimented with having a combat in the opening episode of the chapter for Slayers, uh, we're going to do something interesting in the back half of the, this episode, where together we're going to uh, generate some NPCs together and connect them to our characters to flesh out the setting a little bit. Mm. But as usual, we're doing characters first. Do we want to do the one character we know first? In the middle or last? Do we want to do Anita, who we already know is going to cross over from the first chapter, or sure. do we want to save her for later? Um, Just get her out of the way. Might... Everybody's wanting to know what's Anita's story now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Including me. <laughs> uh, so normally I would have you roll a D100 to pick a profile, but we talked before about since you are playing a character that's crossed over, you've already randomly determined Anita. You don't need a randomly determiner that much more. So Ooh, I'm a sorcerer. God, I did make a Faustian bargain for three. I have spells already. A payment in blood. What are you? What <laughs> is that actually in the archetype? Yes. <laughs> literally, there's literally. Wait. So what does the archetype say? Sorcerer. At what the... point do people stop believing us that this show is random? <laughs> well, at least this one wasn't randomly determined right. this time. <laughs> so the ODD might be able to get you out of your Faustian bargain eventually. Special. You can perform the rituals of three of the first six Arcana, page thirty-one, as if you possess those items. But performing them requires payment in blood, D four strength damage. Yours or someone else's is what this says, which would be a new thing for Anita. <laughs> uh, but that seems to fit pretty perfectly. Yeah. Um, yep. What I need from you next is roll abilities and hit points. Uh, so roll three D6. I got five, three and three. Uh, so 11 is your strength. This is a okay. roll under system. So these are mostly just going to be saves. So like when I do something to you, you'll roll, roll a save. Um, so that's why there there are very few stats. There's only strength, dexterity, and will, I think, in addition to HP. Yep, only those three in HP. So 11 is your strength. And then you're going to do the same thing uh, two more times for dex and will. Okay. Here is dex. Here is will. <laughs> why do wow. I, why? <laughs> Look at that grouping. Uh, it, 
11 and then 12. So those are your st- that actually, I think that makes sense for, for Anita. She's strong, she's dexterous, but she's mostly willpower, but not like overwhelmingly. I think that right. fits. Yeah, I think so too. Then roll 1d6, record that next to hit points. That's that's it. That's it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a very like you will die in this game. Likely, it is kind of a death sentence that Anita has been brought to agents of the ODT. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's it. Says that's four. why character creation is so quick. Yeah. So you have four HP. Cool. Uh, and then in terms of items, so if you had rolled really bad on your stats, you would get like a bonus item but you rolled high enough to get just the regular items so you have a pistol a flashlight a satellite phone uh, which probably you don't have because this is set in the 40s so Mm. you don't have that one so a pistol a flashlight and an odd identification badge that's all you got satellite phones existed in the 40s did they yeah uh mobile devices started in 1946 so huh Do, do i have a satellite phone or no I guess you do have I mean, a satellite it's phone. It's cutting edge. It's cutting edge. Bleeding it's edge. Prob- it's probably a suitcase, right? Like, it's Oh, not- yeah. It's huge. Yeah. So wait, it's a pistol, satellite phone, and just my ODD badge, and that's it? And a flashlight. Okay. Excuse me. Excuse me. I need my helmet back. I just you need to give me my helmet back, please. It's just a very important helmet to me, and I need it. <sighs> I just, I need you to give me that back. Please. I'm asking nicely. Thank you. Now you mentioned the job. Bada bing, you got an Agents of the ODD character, which is why I think it's fine if we uh, roll some NPCs up at the end, too, because it happens so quick. Yeah. You've already got enough for Anita, right? You don't need any other generators from me? Yeah. I feel like you can get rolling. I'm good. I just, I guess we're going to role play what happened to her, right? Yeah. So this is a good, as we're transitioning to the next person, this is a good way for me to kind of introduce things. The text of Agents of the ODD kind of assumes that you're playing as part of like a secret organization kind of cross-national thing. I want to kind of have a bit of a smaller scope. So I've kind of envisioned, um, I haven't like really nailed down a whole bunch of the details so we can change them if we want to before I go in and firm up the details. But I like the idea that you are essentially like the ODD in this universe is a uh, an eccentric millionaire funded <laughs> you know a weird pet project that's like it's just a ragtag group of people that are interested in the paranormal so less less men in black and more umbrella academy i've never seen umbrella academy but absolutely <laughs> <laughs> probably so yeah that's kind of the situation that you'll end up in at least who wants to go next for a character? Me. I want to do it. Give me a 1d100. I got a 29. Right, 29. Uh, Changeling, you recently found out you were adopted. Your parents recently found out too. <laughs> also, <laughs> that's not... Also, that's not an allergic reaction to iron. Special, you can look like anyone you've ever seen or like a bundle of sticks, leaves, and mud. Attacks with iron are enhanced against you. Dang. That's kind of what I like about this game is like... 
the archetypes are really short, but they like they pack a lot of detail in them. That's kind of what like really caught me about this game. Uh, now you roll your stats, so three d six three times. Um, well, we have a break. Sputnik was launched in 1957. I don't think there were satellite phones before that. No, there were mobile phones. There were radio waves. So, but it wouldn't be a satellite phone. Like they were large generators. So, but but if it's not a satellite phone, what is it? I guess an it would probably be a cellular phone. Like we don't actually use cell phones anymore. Technically, I bet it would be actually. I'll look it up and I'll figure it out. Do you want me to go into the whole nightmare? Because I can do it. It's my job. I have Schrodinger's. (laughs) I mean, I can tell you the whole thing. It is a cellular phone. Uh, My strength is eleven. My dex is nine. And my willpower is nine. We get up to exactly 30. I can't remember if it's less than 30 or 30 and above. Let me check. It says under. Oh, just on the cusp. <laughs> but I can look at uh, yeah. anybody I want, so. I got, yeah, that's true. I got survival built in. So you get the same set of items. Now let's roll up your name. Oh, yeah, you got HP too. So your HP is four. And then what uh, I figure you're just going to do a for most of these, y'all are going to do just like actual human ass names. So yeah. I mean, mine's my plain old, my boring, whatever my boring parents named me. So let me pull up fantasy name generators, or maybe you should pull up fantasy name generators and pick whichever real life name generator you want to roll on. Uh, fantasy name generator should probably be a sponsor of the show. Real. It's so good. <laughs> oh, good heavens. I mean, I feel like we owe them the free sponsorship. That's true. <laughs> the way around. <laughs> Let's do German names. Okay. All right. Uh, do you want male or female are your options here? Uh, let's go male. D10, please. Six. Hermann Lieber. Hermann Lieber. I guess for this, I should Google to make sure that's not the name of like an actual Nazi or something. I spell the last name. <laughs> Uh, L-I-E-B-E-R. Let's just do a quick Google. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not getting anything, so no. I think we're safe. Herman Lieberman was a Polish lawyer and socialist politician, so that's cool. All right. Uh, do you feel like you need anything else for Herman, or do you feel like a, a changeling's already enough to chew on? I think that's good. Cool. What? You want me to speak into the device, yeah? Hello? Ah. Odd interv... What? Mm. O-D-D interview. My name is Hermann Lieber. I was born in Germany, and I was raised by very wonderful parents. They were, uh... They were very scientific-minded. They, uh... They wanted to understands the natural world and they instilled in me that desire as they've raised me to to believe in the science and the natural order of things and that's only important for us for later in the story um let me skip ahead when i was about 10 years old my parents moved us to america to this uh city called uh, milwaukee wisconsin it was much like home it was cold but that made that made it easier to come accustomed to the world here. They they came here to help out our family, and that uh, that was very good of them. But it was 
It was quite hard on me. I I was an only child, you see, and they, there, there wasn't many other children back in Germany, so when I was here, there were all sorts of other children around, and I, I was unsure of how I was supposed to... I did not understand how to make the friends, and they... They had all these things that they could do, and they understood. And I did not—I did not understand their games, and I did not understand—I did not understand their language. I did not understand many things, and I so desperately wanted to fit in. It was so important for me, because it seemed like you needed to have the friends to to survive in America. There was this boy, this leader. His name was um, Billy, Billy Olson, I think. I could be wrong. It's been a long time. And if he was he was the leader. He was the strongest, the fastest. He was a bully, but he he protected the children, and that was important. I was so desperate to be like Billy that one day I showed up, and I did not understand exactly what I had done, but I looked exactly like Billy. I I caused the children to scream at first. They were very frightened that there were two Billies. There was much confusion, but children are are naturally curious. They, they they were frightened, but they also did not. They weren't initially wanting to run me off. No, you see that that came later from the parents. Children are like knives. Yeah, they uh, they all they know when they are young is how to cut, and it is so important for a parent to raise a child to understand when they should cut and when they should be sheathed and the proper use of how to protect one another. But they, they did not understand that, and their parents were not good examples of that. Their parents screamed at me, I, horrible things. I, I fled. I was terrified. They chased me. I, I, I went into the nearby woods, and they, they were following me, and I needed to hide. And all I could think about was I needed to hide, so I did. I crouched down, and I did not fully understand what I had done. But nobody could see me, for... I had become just a pile of zeals to them. They, <laughs> I was nothing more than garbage in the woods. I hid there. They all left, and I was still too afraid to come out. As my parents came to the woods and were calling for me. Herman, Herman, I could hear them. And so I ran to them, and they saw me turn from a pile of leaves to their child. To their credit, they did not flinch. They embraced me because no matter what, I was their child. They told me stories of these other worlds that they didn't believe in. These changeling stories, these fairy stories. It seems to fit, but I don't know. But what's most important now is that I can fit in anywhere. I, I, anywhere I go, I can look like somebody who belongs. That is very important. I suppose that's why you want me in your organization. You see... What I find most interesting is I actually can belong anywhere. But what you're telling me is that I can't. That I only belong here. So I will accept what you're telling me for now. I will help you, but I'm only helping you for others like me. Is that what you needed? Uh, Lee, you want to do your character? Yeah. Give me a D100 and I'll tell you where your archetype is. 64. That's going to be a strange one, too. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? 
Uh, <laughs> Loveland, Loveland frog. Most folks might be scared of a four foot tall bipedal frog, but not in Ohio. They made a musical about you. There's talk of a private screening for the ODD. Uh, maybe with you doing a Q&A with the audience. Uh, your special ability is amphibious. Uh, you have a long and adhesive tongue and tremendous leaping capability. <laughs> You're just another fish person. Amphibian person. What if you think about it? <laughs> Fro- frogs are just the fish frogs of are the, the fish of the pond. <laughs> no, no, frogs are the fish of amphibians. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Loveland frog a real thing? Oh, I don't know. I have no idea. Like the Mothman? Oh, jeez, oh, it is. Oh, maybe Loveland, Ohio. Maybe is. The Loveland Frog is Is a Loveland, thing. Ohio a place? What? Yeah. Is it cryptid? Yeah, it's cryptid. A, cryptid. a legendary <laughs> humanoid yeah. frog. This is incredible. <laughs> I guess we amazing. got some reading to do. Yeah, You're dude. a fish cryptid. Oh. <laughs> I was already a fish cryptid. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> I love this show. In May 2014, the Loveland Frog legend was made into a musical titled Damn, it's the Loveland Frog. Jesus, it really is a musical. Oh, I want to see this show so damn bad. Hot damn, it's the Loveland Frog. Oh, uh, I love how he, like you'll probably die, too. Oh. This legendary creature. Anyway, um, yeah, so roll your stats. Give me 3d6 three times, please. The last sighting of the Loveland Frog was in 2016, so she's going to be fine. <laughs> <laughs> she's got plot armor. <laughs> I mean, unless it's my character, you know, changing into the Loveland Frog to keep the life going. We mm. don't know. We'll see how it goes. Could happen again. <laughs> you said three times? Yep. 8, 14, and 11. Fast frog. Your strength is 8, your dexterity is 14, and your willpower is 11. Uh, and then 1d6 for your HP. And I should say, it's not as um, uh, deadly as it might seem when I say you only get 1d6 HP, because once you lose all your HP, you start de- taking damage to your stats. So, And then when those end up at 0 is when you're like dead. Mm-hmm. Four. Or when yeah, your strength hits 0, I think. Amazing. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So you are also over that 30 point threshold. Do you want a name or are you just the Loveland Frog? Um, no, I want a name. Okay. <laughs> um, I was looking at this real names on the fantasy generator. And at first I mm-hmm. was like, oh, uh, Greg has German and there's old high German. That's that's funny. And then I noticed that there's hillbilly. <laughs> and um I mean how could I not? This is gonna be the best. Play to <laughs> so I guess Hillbilly is different than the game than the, just Southern accent. It's different the, voice, but the dice type cast you as Finch, mm-hmm. but you cast you as Southern. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> My lazy ass <laughs> to cast myself as Southern. Because I don't want to have to figure out a different accent. <laughs> There's male names or female names on this generator. What do you prefer? Uh, let me 
do, I'm going to go for it. I'm going to do mail. I think I can do mail for like seven episodes. We're going to go for it. Hit me with a 1d10, please. Three. Uh, Bud. That's good. Yeah, Yeah, Bud Bud. the Frog. Bud the Frog. (laughs) You're you're the first frog in the Budweiser commercial. Bud. (laughs) (laughs) You got to wonder what happened to the other two. (laughs) (laughs) They got mad that they didn't get musicals and left. (laughs) We had a fallen out. over up here. I gotta make a stop before we go. Yes, I know. It's a pond. I, you, you can see me, right? Hey, kiddos. I'm not sure which one of y'all can hear me yet, but uh, your old pop's got a job to do. I'm going to leave you for a bit. Now, don't worry. Ma's still going to come around and check on you, but, uh, well, you know how it is. Don't go growing too many legs while I'm gone. Well, uh, see you around. <sighs> All right, Muriel. Let's go get this odd job done. I think that's all three of our characters, right? Um, yeah. So now should we do just roll a d20 th- three times and get some mundane characters to fill things out too, since we have three very supernatural characters? Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. Uh, who wants to do the honors of the first NPC? We'll How weird is it that the person from the past is the least weird? <laughs> <laughs> is that a d20? Yeah. One. <laughs> oh, huh. Scrolling up, 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 up. Ooh. Up, 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 up. Ooh, there's an assassin. <laughs> if you're going to do a dirty job for an unsavory secretive organization, you might as well pick one you're pretty sure is saving the world. Although this NPC doesn't necessarily have to be part of the ODD. So we just know that there is an assassin in our story. Who's going to do the next D20? I will. All right. Four. We have an assassin, a cleric, and Logan, you want to give me the other one? That is a 10. And an extremely private investigator. Oh. What? Uh, The description says, once a highly sought-after consultant, you are now on permanent retainer for the greatest mysteries of all. Which makes it seem like that character is probably, like, also hired by the... Yeah, the eccentric millionaire. Yeah. So, wait, we're Hellboy. Uh, This game in particular, is very inspired by Hellboy. Like, that, it, it doesn't actually say X-Files is its point of interest, it meant, but it does name Hellboy by name. But we kind of already did the very, very Hellboy thing. Well, I guess it depends on how you interpret it. It's, uh... I mean, we, we fought literal Hellboys, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, I'm just, like, we have, a, we have a fish person. We have a person from the past <laughs> that does magic. We have... <laughs> A changeling. I feel like there was a changeling, right? I don't know. No. Who could say? Who could even possibly know the plot of Hellboy? (laughs) 
And Hellboy 2, Electric Boogaloo. (laughs) So with our assassin, our cleric, and our extremely private investigator, we can roll up some names. Actually, maybe we'll just do, maybe we'll just name them right now. Sure. So let's do some real names. Can the assassin be like a very normal name? (laughs) That's what I was hoping for, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Should we do... What is a normal name? Say, yeah, I mean, all yeah, all names are actually made up, as it turns out. So there's no normal names. Uh, do we want a male or fem- or masculine or feminine assassin? Feminine. Someone give me a D10. Nine. Denise O'Neill. And then for our cleric, someone give me a D10. Nine. Our priest is Donau, D-O-N-A-G-H. Is that an actual name? Yeah, that's an actual name. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I will remember how to say it in a about Don- three hours. I think it's like Donovan. Ah, uh, yeah. But so it, it probably would be like Donna O'Gawain, right? Yeah. Donna or Donna, probably. I'm gonna I'm looking at this pronunciation guide Me too. real quick. Donna, yeah, Donna. Donna. Cool. Yep. And what was our third one? Our third one is the Private investigator. There's probably there's got to be like PI names on here somewhere, right? What I kind of want to do with these is like I kind of want to have these worked into each. I want each of you to like claim one of these. Oh, okay. And then that can be like the NPC, like an NPC that you voice and that like you play. Mm. So like not like a full second character, but in the same way that like sometimes in Fellowship you you are playing other characters, Mm -hmm. things like that. Mm -hmm. These are. Characters that y'all can take in voice if you want. There is a 20th century English name generator if you want just a plain old name. Okay. Just a plain old name. Which, again, all names are made up, so there ain't no such thing, really. You said two was the next role? Two was the next role. That's right. Yeah, hell yeah, it is. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that is is a great name. Muriel Walter I is our it. PI. So the so I think what we'll do is we'll have um Dibs on Muriel. Welcome. I'm so proud of each of you that have made it this far in the program. A wise person said to me once, when you have eliminated the impossible, whatever remains, however improbable, must be the truth. (laughs) Now, obviously words spoken by a fictional detective, but true words all the same. You are the select few who have been chosen to work with the ODD. They will call on you to investigate the cases no one else wants. Cases that some may even laugh at, but not us. We know the truth. And more importantly, We want to believe. And that makes the difference between us and regular detectives. I think I want Donna. Uh, yeah, please call me Don. (sighs) Yeah, I don't guess you would have called me in for this if you thought I was, um, devout. No, I don't really practice what I preach, you know? I'm more into believing stuff that I can see and feel, like what you um, helped me out with, you know? Anyway, back before I lost it, I wanted to use my faith to uh, help people. 
people, and um, well, maybe that's what I can do here. I I can take Denise O'Neill. Oh, hello. Yes, my name is Denise O'Neill. Yes. Well, I can't fathom why you'd brought me in here. You would know what my my what what. I'm sorry. You seem to be. Yes. You're quite nervous. Am I not what you expected? Is it the fact that I'm a woman, or something else? Uh, or, um, I see. Would it be better if I talk like this? Would this fit your expectations better? If I said Denise O'Neill, would that make you all more comfortable? Well, I'm not in the business of making men more comfortable unless I need them to be. You see, that's the problem with y'all. Y'all think you know what women are. But really, y'all think of us as just as your mothers or the mothers that you want us to be. And I can use that. I use that a lot. I become what you need. I become what you would desire, and you don't think of me anything else, much less than... Well, you never think of me as a killer. And that's my secret, isn't it? And that's why I'm so damn good. So, I think this interview is over. Uh, while you all stunning and stammering and staring at me like you didn't know who I was, I did poison all your drinks. I'm going to leave this antidote across the room as I leave. You may not believe that I slipped it in, but in about ten minutes you're going to want this. us on Facebook and Twitter at VREcast or email us at hi at VRE.show. Check out our website at VRE.show for a listening guide, links to everyone's Twitter, and our shop for some cool enamel pins featuring characters from the show. If you want to help us out, you can rate and review the show or tell a friend about us. If you enjoy what we do, consider backing us on Patreon. We release a bonus show each month for patrons along with a bunch of other extras. Check it out at patreon.com slash VRE. And thanks to all of our patrons for supporting us. One creature from beyond, Emily Siegel, says, Best show ever. After finally getting up to date with VRE, I feel qualified and obligated to tell anyone I come into contact with that this show is a must-listen. Logan, Lee, Wheels, and Greg, and Greg, and I'm Greg, uh, each bring so much to the table that, that was me editorializing, by the way, Emily didn't write that, and Greg, each bring so much to the table, and together they make a brilliant team that handles anything the dice throw at them in a way that has made my spirits soar and my heart ache. Especially as a young queer person, being able to see myself represented in stories that I love is the greatest gift I could ask for. Very Random Encounters has been my rock over the last few months, and every episode leaves me so excited for what's to come. Keep up the amazing work. Emily, thank you. That's so nice. why but that was like so much extra stress for me and i like <laughs> what happened I, know. I know for me it was for me too because time.is says 
your computer clock is 39 and a half seconds behind. And I was like, looking at that and thinking like, that's higher than normal. Is my time dot is even right? My time dot is, is exact. Mine says that it's two seconds behind, but like. We all clapped at the same time. Yeah. What does that mean? I don't even know. You know what? Let's just not worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> <That's good. laughs>